podcast and start recording. So who am I? I'm Pastor Garlinda Price. I'm also the CEO of Launch It 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success with Biblical Principles. I know that's a mouthful. You can follow me over on Facebook, right, at Garlinda M. Price, or you can visit my website also just to see what products and services we have at garlindaprice.com. So I'm super excited. Yesterday, I had the chance to come to you for my book just to introduce myself, share with you who I am, a little bit about me, and why um, I'm qualified to teach you as a six-figure success coach in marketplace ministry and why God has called you in the marketplace ministry. So, of course, I'm going to be coming from my workbook. Again, these are over on my website at currently have them also on a special just for you because you and I are meeting for the first time so the least I could do is give you a deal right so anyway I'm just messing with the camera seeing if I can brighten the screen so I'm coming to you today and yesterday we talked about um, just how do you know if you're an entrepreneur how do you know that you're not just wanting to do it because it seems cool and everybody's doing it how do you genuinely truly know that this is the call of God and this is the will of God for your life right and so we talked about that yesterday and today I want to talk about and this is a self-examination that I have in the book and the self-examination um, causes you to get honest with yourself right because we all have to be honest and say what are my strengths what are my weaknesses what could I do better what am I doing currently where do I want to go right so there are some questions that you need to ask yourself now we're not going to go through the whole evaluation because there's quite a lot right but this is a it's a workbook right so this is an activity that you would go through with yourself for yourself on your time um also i want to encourage you just to let you know that if you have a women's conference coming up i would love to come and coach and teach on marketplace ministry and why the lord is calling us into marketplace ministry to spread the gospel of jesus christ through businesses right That is the group of people that God has called me to as entrepreneurs and business owners, Christian-based businesses, right? So the first question you want to ask yourself is what is your why? And is your why big enough? Well, what do I mean by that? Is your why big enough that you don't quit because you don't feel like doing it? Is your why big enough that when you think about it, it brings you to tears? Is your why big enough that no matter what happens, come heaven or high water, all heck breaks loose, are you still going to stay the course to do that which you said you were going to do? Are you still going to see the plan through to the end? What is your why? Why are you doing it anyway? Right? And so if the why is not big enough, then you'll quit at every obstacle at every turn. If the why is not big enough, then you don't have enough passion about it. The minute somebody tells you, no, your feelings are hurt, your heart's broken, and now you moved on to the next business. Because in this business and in the journey of entrepreneurship, you're going to hear no a lot. So what? Right? A friend of mine, I use that word loosely. Um, she used to use the quote, some will, some won't, so what? Someone's waiting. So you're going to have to get tough skin around no. Because no just means not right now right? We'll talk about that later on. Is your why big enough? In other words, when the money looks funny, when the credit cards are maxed out or you don't have a credit card, when you've run out of products and services to offer people or no one's accepting your products and services, will you still stick with it and preach and do business with one, right? Because a lot of times people say, well, it's not enough. Not a lot of people are interested. There's not a lot of people listening to me. I'm not getting a lot of likes. I'm not getting a lot of shares, but will you be faithful? When it's just you, right? Will you be faithful when it's just you and your family? Will you be faithful when your only customers are your family members that you worried half to death and they're still supporting you and buying you? Will you be faithful even when they don't support you? Even when they don't believe in your vision? Even when they don't see it coming to pass? Will you still stay the course like Noah when he was building the ark, right? You know he looked crazy. And look, there's a meme out there that says everybody thought Noah looked crazy until the rain came glory to God so what is your why 
I want you to write it down. What motivates you? Right, because you have to have an internal drive, you got to have an internal motivation. It can't be external because if it's based on external factors, then you're only going to do what what you're excited about doing when you feel good when it's warm and fuzzy right but what motivates you from the inside out I'll share with you what motivates me and I'll talk about it in my book I'm the daughter of a marine right and so my dad when he came back from two tours of Vietnam Semper Fi to my dad right um he um they were having a hard time getting jobs Vietnam veterans when they came back right because some people didn't believe in the war or the job economy the job market the economy just wasn't great at that time so my dad would sell insurance during the day which was a commission only job right that's probably where I got it from right and um because I love commission only things because you can make up your own paycheck that's just me I'm crazy right that's you you're an entrepreneur we do some crazy things So my dad would sell insurance during the day, but for extra money for tips and to have a job, he would pump gas at night. And I specifically remember, like it was yesterday, my mom getting in the car, putting my sister and I in the car. I have a twin sister. Shout out to Dr. Patrice Carter. I love her. And we drove to the gas station where my dad was. My mom was taking my dad a hot cup of coffee. Now, how she drove from my grandma's house to this gas station, which was a straight line with a cup of coffee, I don't know. When my dad reached in with his hand to get the cup of coffee, his hand was so dry and it was, and he was cold and his hand was shaking. And I was like, I owe him, right? My dad is out here doing this for us. My parents put three kids through college, right? And, and in my opinion, we've all become successful to the praise and glory of God's name, right? Because of the sacrifices that they made. My parents made sacrifices for me. My mom invested in my very first brick and mortar business, which was my salon. All the money she had in her savings account, she gave it to me. Failure was not an option. I had to make it work. Glory to God. So what motivates you? I keep that picture in the front of my mind. And so on the days that I want to quit, I think about my kids. I'm telling my children, you can be all that you want to be. You can be everything you want to be. But then if I don't work that way and if I don't walk that talk if I'm just then I'm just a talking head if I tell if my husband's telling me girl Linda you've got this you can do it yet I'm failing right because of fear or I'm failing because I'm unmotivated then I'm letting them all down glory to God so failure is not an option quitting's not an option I might quit for a minute but I'm not when I say a minute I mean like that day I quit for 30 minutes right because you're going to do that in business you're going to quit for about 30 minutes to a day give yourself that space pick yourself back up put your big girl underwear or your big boy underwear on and go back to it again decide what motivates you the next thing is it enough to keep you going when you want to quit you need a why and a motivation so strong that when you want to quit you continue to go how much do you want to earn annually i've had people tell me all kinds of numbers right and my numbers are always up here so I say to take that number that you say you want to earn annually and multiply it by three because that's going to be your push goal because of course if you hit the goal that you said awesome you're a rock star right if you fall short of it aren't you still awesome aren't you still a rock star right because many people fall short of the glory right they fall short because they quit before they would have won so how much do you want to earn annually And then we're going to talk about how you work backwards from that number. But right now, what we're doing is we're saying, get honest with yourself. And this is a self-evaluation. 
what is your time frame to get there? You've got to be realistic in the time frame. Now, I could easily say, I want to earn half a million dollars this year, right? And I'm not saying that's impossible, but I've got to be able to scale up whatever I'm doing to hit that number. So it's what you're doing today. What is the next step that you can get to? So if today you haven't earned $100, if today you haven't earned $1,000, you might not want to say, I want to earn half a million dollars within this year. Scale it up incrementally and say, okay, this year from my business if it's part-time or this year from my business if it's full-time this is the amount of money I want to earn annually and we're going to talk in another podcast and another video about how to work backwards from that number to say what you need to do every day to hit that goal this is what I did to earn my first six figures and I'm working towards my millions glory to God but right now my next goal is the next step of the six figures okay so that's a higher six-figure number and then what are you willing to do what do you what do you want to do right <laughs> you know how you get ready to fight somebody i've never i've had one fight in my life y'all lost that fight right because i'm a lover not a fighter i'm joking i don't want my face getting scratched up and teeth getting knocked out right but what are you willing to do what you want to do right and so what work are you willing to put in what sacrifices are you willing to make are you willing to sacrifice eating out are you willing to forego cable are you willing to give up I'm shopping. Are you willing to do your own hair? I braid my own hair. I'm keeping my $150, $200, whatever it is. I'm not putting that in somebody else's pocket. Yeah. Now, yes, my arms and hands get tired, but I'm willing to forego hair appointments to save money or to make more money, right? To save and keep more of what I earn. I'm willing to not get nails done. I'll get a pedicure. My husband will give me a pedicure, right? If I ask him to. And so what are you willing to give up to get that what you want? I'm willing to stay up to 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm willing to sleep for four hours. I'm willing to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm willing to wake up at 5.30 in the morning. I'm willing to do whatever it is it's going to take to get me where I want to go. So you got to answer your the question for yourself. What are you willing to do? Because it's going to be some sacrifices. Glory to God. Are you committed? Right? Or are you just interested? Only you can answer that question. So many people that say they're entrepreneurs or that want to be entrepreneurs, they're only interested. They're not committed. How do you know that they're not committed? The word of God said you should try the spirit by the fruit that it bears, right? And so if you are producing good fruit, then it's going to bear good fruit, right? Good things in, good things out. Great things in, great things out. But if you're just telling me this is what you want, but there's no evidence of it and there's no fruit bearing from it, then you're just interested. So you got to ask yourself, am I committed? Or am I just interested, right? And then the next thing, have you made a firm, sound decision? How do you know if you've made a firm, sound decision? Because you're going to do like this. La, 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 la. When people tell you it's not going to work, la, 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 la. When people say everybody's doing that, I'm not listening. When people say it's not going to work, I'm not listening. When people say, you know, where's the money going to come from? I'm not listening. God provides. Glory to God. And so... Have you made a firm, sound decision that regardless of how many people tell you it's not going to work or how many people tell you it can't be done, are you going to go forward? You got to make up in your mind because people are going to tell you that. I remember someone telling me when I wanted to open up my very first salon, um, praise God that I did it, right? And the sign on the on the church building that I used to pass every night, this is what the placard or the marquee on the church said. It said, um, faith looks up and worry looks around. Faith looks up worry looks around i never forgot that marquee and i owned that salon back when i was 27 years old i'm 50 right glory to god 
And so it didn't matter when somebody said, you open up a salon, there's salons on every street corner. Well, they're not closing funeral homes down, right? It's always somebody passing away, unfortunately, and people are always going to need to get their hair done, period. So it made, it, it made sense to me. So ask yourself, do people need what I have? Regardless of the economy, regardless of, the, um, of if there's a recession, regardless of the time period, do people need what I'm offering? And if not, we'll have to maybe figure out and work around and see how you can add the sub-businesses we talked about yesterday to um, offset t slow periods in your business, okay? What are the excuses or myths you're holding on to that are holding you back? One thing that I struggled with in business... Um, and my husband and I talk, talked about this a long time ago, and he can attest to this as well, is we struggled with the idea of making more than our ancestors, right? Or making more than our parents or going ahead of what our friends were doing or getting outside the realm of possibility that we had never seen in our um, families or in our immediate family growing up, whether that was our grandparents, uncles, aunts, whatever it was. And so we struggled in that area and that became a myth that was in some ways holding us back. And so we decided to say, you know what, we owe the next generation, right? Because I don't know if there were any business owners in my past family, in my parents' side or my dad's side. I don't know of anybody that owned businesses like we own businesses. I don't know of anybody that was a multimillionaire or a millionaire in my generation's past. But we decided to be the generational, the generation that unlocks that for our family. So the question is, what excuses, what are the excuses or myths you're holding on to that are holding you back? You got to deal with it because if not, it's going to deal with you later on. So if money were no option, what would you do? That's one question. Um, do you have a habit of quitting when things get tough? I used to go from thing to thing, this thing to that thing, this job to that job. Oh, that person got on my nerves. I'm going over here. Oh, that business got on my nerves. I'm going over there. The minute I started doing nails and hair, I said, this is it. I'm going to stick with this regardless of how hard it gets. I'm going to stick with this, although my first hairdo was a French roll. It looked like a hot dog and not a roll. My first set of nails fell off and crumbled. They were horrible, right? But I said, I'm going to stick with this because this is what I want to be great at. This is what I want to master. This is what I'm going to spend my 10,000 hours becoming a master at, right? So regardless of the fact that I started out not being the best, I'm going to, I became the best, right? So the question is, do you have a habit of quitting when things get tough? And if so, you've got to have stick to itiveness. You've got to say, regardless of what it looks like, this time my feet are firmly planted in the ground and I'm going to move, I'm not going to be moved. Glory to God. And then last thing, and we're going to move on to something else. For there's a whole one, two, two pages of a self evaluation that help you answer questions that are important about your success and and whether or not and not whether or not and the things you need to do to ensure that you're ready to start that you're ready to be successful another que question is what makes you stand out or better than your competition your competition what is your ups what is your unique selling proposition besides the fact you're cute and you can you know and you're wonderful what makes you stand out from everybody else what makes you better than the best what makes you great at what you do where would you kill the competition right you've got to think about that what makes me unique that people even though there's 10 of those mine is going to stand out and they're going to want mine instead of somebody else's what additional education do you seek and demand of yourself above and beyond what everybody else is doing 
See, when we get older, we become lazy. One thing that I love about my husband is he is a reader. He is a lifetime learner. Like every night he's reading a book. And even though I love reading business books, he's consistent with bettering himself with leadership and um, studying history and just learning for the sake of learning. You've got to become a lifelong learner and a lifetime learner if you want to be successful in business. So what additional education do you seek and demand of yourself? Like, girl, okay, I know you're tired, but you're going to need to read this book. I know you're tired, but you're going to need to take this class. I know you don't feel like it, but you're going to need to sacrifice and go over here above and beyond what everyone else is doing because everybody else they're right here they just do enough to get by most people um operate in mediocrity they do just enough status quo to get by and then when they see you trying to better yourself they're like oh you're doing too much right you're trying to do too much no i'm not doing enough that needs to be your reply no i'm not doing enough god has blessed me with these skills and with this skill set and i want to go higher take it all the way glory to god um do you meet new people daily if so how many if you aren't meeting new people daily why not right you can't be in the house every day just thinking that's the only way you're going to grow your business right can your family spouse or dependents count on you to do what you said you're going to do are you a woman or a man of your word right that's so important and i think that's half of success is doing what you say you're going to do when you said you're going to do it and the quote says long after the excitement and the enthusiasm of it has worn off glory to god and then last one if you aren't successful with this what's your backup plan you shouldn't have one there shouldn't be a backup plan there shouldn't be if this doesn't work well we we just gonna move on to something else no negative ghost rider the pattern is full right that's not the case this is going to work this has to work but you got to decide that for yourself okay so let's move on so the next thing that i want to share with you and again i'm coming from my book this is the workbook launch it 30 days to greatness six figure success of biblical principles this is my workbook you can purchase it it's on sale currently i have it on special for you all right at garlandaprice.com it's normally 34.95 it's 24.95 it's everything i did to earn a six-figure income and then begin to earn it consistently the things that i did god told me to write these books because he said i want to make it where people don't have to try to figure out the figuring out right so this is going to help you identify it has worksheets and work pages and stories um, and examples it has scripts and dialogues so we're going to go through those things at some point okay so let me this is what i want to talk about so do you have to abandon your dream of owning a business or doing it full-time if you work a full-time job it can be hard to say well garlinda listen i want to do all these things i want to be committed to this stuff but i'm tired when i get off work i work a full-time job right or i can only work my business part-time because i'm a new mom or i'm a single parent or you know you may be a widow or you know you have two and three jobs and this, this is the only time that you have you're gonna have to create a schedule right and so the first i mean that's the first thing but this is one of the first things you want to do is create a schedule and determine the days that you're going to do business right the days that you are open for business and when you say you're going to be open for business be open for business i go past this thrift store every day y'all i'm not going to say where it is or where i live because i don't want to dog anybody out it's closed every day 
every day and it, and it was closed every day for almost a month I said how do those people make any money I'm thinking to myself like they're up here in a strip center with a pizza place a barbershop a Chinese food restaurant a grocery store and um, a tobacco shop and they are closed every day of the week and then you'll randomly go to the shopping center in the middle of the evening and all of a sudden they're open you're like wait what Right? Who knows when they're there? That is not how we want to own and operate a business. We don't want people wondering when are we open and what do we do. So create a schedule and don't detour from it because people love consistency. People will do business with you. That's one of your unique selling propositions can be that you're reliable. And you may say, well, everybody's reliable. Everybody's not reliable. I can assure you live long enough, right? Everybody's not reliable. Write down all the mandatory things you must do and the things that you that you must do and the things that can be done later so create a schedule and during that time frame write out your top five things that have got to get done that day or the top five things you want to accomplish that day it can even be three don't overwhelm yourself right starting out can you eliminate anything most people will say no however something can be eliminated there's three things you need to work on when you're starting a business networking or lead generating and we're going to talk more about that but that means finding people to exchange products services and money with right the second thing is um, income producing activities like getting new leads new names new phone numbers making new connections networking and then the third thing is asking for referrals and closing the deal. Those are the only things you need to do. In real estate, we call it leads, listings, and leverage. In other words, identifying the customer, right, um, listings, obtaining the product or service, and then leverage, closing the deal, asking for referral, rinse, and repeat, right? So if you only say there's three things I need to do today and three things that I'm going to get done, lead generate, lead follow-up, close the deal. That's it. And we're going to talk more about that. Can, so where can you find the time? Can you wake up 30 minutes to an hour earlier? Can you stay up 30 minutes to an hour later? Can you use your lunch hour? Can you eat in the car? Right? Some of you only get 30 minutes for lunch. I respect that. So can you eat and text, eat and talk, eat and email? Right? Whatever you need to do, can you spend your 30, your 30 minutes to an hour during your lunch doing business, posting on social media, um, asking for referrals of your friends, making a few phone calls, right? That means it it calls, calls for you to be organized, okay? Can you use your two 15-minute breaks and talking to people that have a full-time job? You only need 30 minutes a, a day to change your life in 30 days. 30 days to greatness is about seeing the fruition of your vision or dream begin to take shape in 30 days. And from there, you just begin to grow and to expand. And I'm going to tell you where the, why the Lord gave me the number 30, why I launched it 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success of Biblical Principles. It doesn't mean in 30 days you're going to be earning six figures, but this is the blueprint that within the next 30 days, you can begin to launch a plan that would get you to that point. But I'm going to tell you what the number 30 means later on, right, and why it's important. You may ask, 30 minutes, seriously? What can I get accomplished in 30 minutes? If you follow a script or a schedule, or a dialogue, or a plan, right, and don't get sidetracked, and let's say, excuse me, you can make 8 to 12 calls in 30 minutes to ask for an appointment, sell a product, book a party, get referrals, write up a sale, add a chapter or half a chapter to a book, coach a client for 30 minutes, there are people that get paid $25 to $500 plus an hour, depending on their business. The moment you decide everything changes, 30 minutes, you can do a lot in 30 minutes. 
And you can do a lot in 15 minutes, but you can tear it up in an hour, right? What are you committed to? It goes back to the self-evaluation questions. What do you want? What you want to do, right? Just kidding. So the moment you decide, everything changes when you make a decision. So there is so much that can be accomplished in this 30 minutes. But guess what? It can be 35 minutes, 45 minutes, one hour. You can do it Do it with whatever you're able to fit into your schedule, right? So it's said that 21 days makes a habit. So in my experience, 30 days can create greatness. And we're going to end on that. It's all a matter of choice. 30 days can create greatness. So decide on your schedule, take the evaluation, ask yourself the questions. I do encourage you to go and purchase my books. Again, you can get those at garlandaprice.com. I hope you'll continue listening to the podcast. I enjoy, I'm excited to be doing this for you. I should have been doing this podcast a long time ago, but I'm in God's plan and God's season. I'm excited to be here now. So I'm Garlanda Price. I'm the CEO of Launch It 30 Days to Greatness, Six Figure Success with Biblical Principles, And God has called me to those of you that are marketplace ministers. I'm excited. I just want to leave you on with the scripture that we read from yesterday. And it's Luke 5, 4. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let the and let down the nets for a catch. This is your season to make a great catch and to be great. So I'll talk to you all soon. God bless you. It's Garlanda Price. Bye bye.